Andersons PhD podcast. Anecdotes from 2000 days of researching, learning and teaching. My name is Jesper Andersen, and from January 2020, I'll be enrolled at the doctoral program at the Department of Architecture, Design and Media Technology, Aalborg University. I will be doing my PhD researching music and technology with three articles related to cochlear implant, distance learning and 3D audio. And for me, it will be a part-time job for five years while I will stay in my current position as associate professor and head of Tonemeister program at the Royal Danish Academy of Music. With this podcast, I want to give an informal look into the life of a PhD fellow, sharing thoughts, surprises, concerns and research findings on the way. Thanks for listening. Yes, so hello everyone and welcome to this seventh episode of Anderson's PhD podcast. And it is now um, Monday, March 2nd, late in the evening. And, uh, and I would like to do a little bit of an off-topic Uh, episode here because there's not so many new updates from the project itself i can say that right now we are still continuing the work in terms of uh, arranging some tests and a workshop concert related to visual feedback uh, for cochlear implant users when they listen to music but there's not so many news right now but i wanted to touch something else because um from out of the thousands and thousands of listeners here hundreds of people have asked me or maybe that's an exaggeration but at least some people have asked me how i'm actually recording these podcasts even some nice people have said that they think the the sound quality is really nice and uh, everything is quite well organized so i would like to take some time and just go through the whole setup uh, first of all just a little bit about um how I prepare and record and edit and publish all of this uh, uh, and, and also really actually going through the technical setup of, of the equipment I'm using for this. So maybe some of you are not really interested in, in this area, then you can just skip this and wait until episode 8, which will be more related to the PhD project itself. Um, but I can say, first of all, in terms of preparation for an episode like this, I always go, I have a Word document on my laptop, and I, I always go in and fill in some small points that I think could be interesting to mention in the podcast. And out of these points, the structure of different episodes are sort of building up, so I have a list of, of future episodes that I'm working on. And once I think it's it's active to, to start to make one, I basically have sort of a list of some bullets of points to go through. Uh, and that's something that I try to use not too much time on, really. But then when I can see, okay, now I'm ready to do an episode about this or that, then I'll go through those bullets and just organize them so I sort of have a, a list of things to go through and also the order that I'll go through them. And then I sort of look at the list and uh, think a little bit. Uh, and then I go go basically straight into the recording. Um, and when I'm recording this, it's actually almost everything I've done is is pretty much in one long take. Uh, sometimes maybe once every 10 minutes or every 8 minutes, I make some sort of mistake that I think is so stupid that I want to take it out again. So what I do is I always take a little break, 10 second break, and then I knock the microphone like this. 
and take a break again. And that means that when I look at the at the waveform of the recording I've made, it's really easy for me afterwards to find out when did I make a mistake. Because if I make a bad mistake, then I'll just uh, maybe just skip back a few sentences and then and then talk on, and then I can do an edit. So maybe uh, for for each episode there might be two or three. Uh, yeah, two or three edits, something like that. I, I like to keep this pretty casual, so it's okay for me if I, I mispronounce some words here and there, also because I'm not speaking in my native language, so I think that's that's quite okay. Then once an episode is done and I edit it, and I edit in the, the music, the, the starting uh, <laughs> music and the finishing music, uh, and I, I just check that the sound is fine, then I'm I'm bouncing the, in everything into a file that I then will upload uh, but before I do that, before it's actually published, so far I have always been listening to every single episode before that I uh, b- publish them to you guys. Uh, and I think out of the six I have done so far, this is number seven, but I think out of the six, maybe two of them, I've actually said, no, it's not good enough. Uh, I'll just uh, redo it. Uh, because maybe structurally I think there's something wrong. Uh, also, I'll say all the episodes I have now, they're not perfect at all, and they're not supposed to be, but at least uh, it's nice to put out, out something that I think is is, uh, is quite okay in the shape. Uh, and then once I, I think, okay, it's I can approve, it's uh, it's fine, then, uh, then I'll go in and then publish it. And the way I publish these episodes is that I, I'm using, and, and this is not uh, any commercial or any paid paid content at all, So I'm using something called uh, Podbean. Uh, And Podbean is basically a web page that I subscribe to where I have storage of of the episodes that I'm making. And uh, and also Podbean is able to make these feeds that then will go into iTunes and to Apple uh, and Spotify and Podimo and all other different sorts of uh, podcast streaming services. And also Podbean is a place that that actually also has a a quite nice network of uh, archive of a lot of podcasts there. And then when I publish it there, usually it will appear on Spotify very quickly, just sometimes a few minutes, and and other services like the slowest one right now is iTunes, and sometimes it's almost like 24 hours uh, until it will appear in iTunes, and usually I will make a, a... a Facebook post on my private Facebook saying now there's a new episode ready uh, and I, I try to wait to do that on, until it's listed on all different um, platforms I'm not sure I'll keep on doing those posts because uh, I think in the end <laughs> if I'm doing these weekly maybe my, my Facebook will just be filled up with uh, commercials for my own own podcast so I'll see about that but uh, but then in the end I'll, I'll just always go in and then check um, that is working on the platforms, and usually it's, it's or, or not usually, every single time, it's really fine. Uh, and then I can afterwards go into Podbean and have a look and see how many people are listening and downloading, and I can actually also see where in the world they're listening, which is uh, is quite fun to see. So that was a few words about how I actually ap- approached making an, an episode like that. I can tell you I, I made an edit someplace in the what I've been talking about now, right now because I had a really bad sneeze uh, and I'm considering right now whether I should keep it or not but I think I'll just edit it out. Then I'm coming into the, the more technical setup uh, and I can say that the microphone I'm using to speak here is uh, is an ElectroVoice RE20 microphone which is a really, really good standard broadcast uh, microphone. 
Uh, for those of us who are a little bit older, we know the comedy series called Frasier with a radio host, and some people call this microphone the Frasier microphone because that's the one he's speaking into uh, in those shows. Uh, and it's, it's a, it, I, th- I think it sounds really nice, and it's um, it's quite con- convenient. Actually, I'm holding it in my hand. I don't use a mic stand, and I have it very close. I'm actually touching it with my lips whenever I'm speaking. Because the room I'm in here is quite reverberant. I'm just at home in my living room. So I can try to take the microphone further away and then turn off the sound. And then you can see you'll probably be able to to hear the room much more clearly. So now I'm talking about one meter away from the microphone. And the sound probably sounds more like a home recording now rather than a professional studio recording. So up close, back again. Sounds like this. Uh, and then basically what I do is that I add a little bit of equalizer to the sound to make it more bright. I can try to take away the the equalizer. Uh, I did that now. So now it's just a more, maybe a little bit more dull sounding. Uh, and back to normal again. And then I also add some compression to the sound. So the very low, lowest parts of what I'm seeing are being turned up a little bit. So it will actually appear in the same loudness all the time for all of you listeners. Uh, and I made a little test because I think you can make quite nice uh, podcast v- voice sound without equipment like this. Uh, so um, so, so you, I, I made a little test where you can hear how it actually sounds when I'm recording with, uh, with a telephone or a laptop or uh, a handheld, uh, uh, handheld flash recorder. So you can hear those different uh, sounds here. This is how it sounds using the built-in microphone in my iPhone 7. And this is the sound using the small microphone that's built onto the earphones on my iPhone. And uh, this is the sound of my voice recorded with the built-in microphone in my Mac MacBook Pro laptop. And this is how it would sound on a standard uh, handheld flash recorder with the built-in microphone. So this is a Zoom H6 recorder. Uh, and then finally, I could just give a really quick rundown on the on the other uh, equipment I'm using here. So, so the microphone goes into an uh, universal audio Apollo uh, twin uh, uh, audio interface, which is a Thunderbolt-based uh, audio interface with uh, two mic microphone preamps, which is really nice. And then I'm recording into a Pro Tools software where I'm doing all the editing. And uh, this setup here is so simple that it could be done on, on almost any types of software. But at least this is, a, this is what I'm used to use. And uh, so that's, that's what I have here. And then I think I should also just, uh, in the end here, we're almost uh, finished now. I just wanted to say that uh, I think it could be suitable to finish this... Um, to finish this episode with uh, playing the whole song that I, I use as the intro music and also um, just to describe a few words about that. Uh, and I think that in, instead of having the normal outro from, from my program, I'll just put on the whole song so you can hear it instead. Um, so the band playing is called uh, Homesick Hank and it's actually a band that I have been a part of also for many years. Um, and I'm playing the accordion on this, uh, on, on this recording here. Uh, it's a rec- it's from an album called Leave It Behind, which is from 2006, and it's recorded in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, with a producer called uh, Paul Oldham that works here with there a lot with his brother called Will Oldham, or who has a more famous name, which is uh, Bonnie Prince Billy. So any Americana uh, freaks or, or yeah, people who like very quiet folk country music might know him. And we stayed there with our band for some weeks in. Uh, 2005 or 2006 and, and recorded this album 
Uh, and basically, most of the track is actually recorded live in, in one room with everyone just playing together and having a good time. And I think also there's a backing vocal there you can hear, which is a guest singer called Catherine Irvin, and she's a singer in a really cool band called Freak Water, so you could check them out also. But I think I'll... I'll uh, and, and the track, by the way, is called Rock and Roll. Um, and I think just as like a, as a radio host with this radio microphone, I'll just say thanks for, for the attention and then over to uh, Homesick Hank and this uh, finishing track here called Rock and Roll. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Send you away.